0: Hey, hey now, welcome back. Welcome back to Confluence the Lifestyle, episode number four. Yes, four to be good, No, my bad, to be great at anything. Consistency is the key. Consistency lends itself to improvement for every round goes higher and higher. Four is my favorite number, so you know what that means. You know, this episode is going to be fire. There's some hurt. You'll hear some hurt in my voice. And there's some sadness because I had to face some reality since the last time we met. But again, thank you for tuning in and coming back each week. I appreciate those that have followed and subscribed and the feedback. Man, thank you so much. I never look at feedback as failure but as an opportunity to improve. I hope all is well in your world and you are rocking your September. Can you believe it's September? I mean, like we're in the second week of September. I promise it felt like June just yesterday. As we get ready to enter into this last quarter, stop and ask yourself, what have you accomplished towards your goals for 2018? Last week, we talked about turning possibility into your promise. So many of us sit on our potential because we are waiting for someone to make it happen for us. Remember, if there is no space for you, carve it out and create it yourself. Sometimes things happen by happenstance or someone sees something in you that you just can't see in yourself. While other times hard work and hustle pay off. You know, the hustle is free. The work is what you got to do. I'm still thinking about how I made it to this point. I'm thankful and blessed to say the least for my sisters, for my sisters that have poured into me and seen, seen something in me that I couldn't see in myself. God has placed some amazing people in my life that has encouraged me, pushed me and prayed me through. Yes, Lord, pray me through. That's what this podcast, Confluence, is all about. It is an opportunity to share, love, encourage, and unite over topics that affect us all. Black, white, single, married, gay, straight, chick, dog, or chinchilla. One thing I know for sure is that problems are straight up universal and they cross barriers and color lines ethnicities so that's what this space is about remember last week i told you i love talking about taboo topics that others are too afraid to touch they're kind of controversial but hey that's me i look at both sides of the story to see what makes sense and i promise like i said every round goes higher and higher each week we will dive deeper and deeper i will continue to keep it real continue to keep it relevant and continue to keep it raw. That's all I know how to be. So keep coming back for more. Come back for seconds, thirds, until you are full. This is Confluence. The last time we were together, we discussed how to have it all and balance it all. Thank you for your responses. I appreciate the texts and the voicemails. 52% of you said they depend Heavy on the village. Shout out to the village. While 28% said they do what they can. I get that. Mm -hmm. 14% said they live by a schedule or calendar. While 6% said that you are barely keeping your head above water. Come on, 6%. Come on, 6%. Y'all, we can't leave that 6% out. Here's the thing. I am glad that I am not the only one. I know I've fallen into every one of those categories. But here's the problem. People want what they are not ready to have. We all add these things to our plate until there is no more room. Our eyes are bigger than our stomach. And it's hard to balance life when there is no more room on the plate like Thanksgiving. You got a little bit of dressing, a little bit of turkey, a little bit of greens, candy yams, green beans, mashed potatoes. Your plate is full. And when a plate is full, it gets heavy and you can't eat it all. I've had a village, a schedule, a babysitter. And I I mean, really, I've had the ladies cave down. My problem, my biggest problem is guilt. The parenting guilt eats me up the daughter guilt eats me up the boo guilt eats me up i realize that i can't be everything to everybody and keep my sanity i'm gavin's mom i'm somebody's boo i'm an employee my own boss of C-Marco enterprise a podcast host or author an instagram poster and countless other titles that shit i can't even name right now i realized though in all of this trying to have it all Somebody suffers. There's an old African wives tale that says it takes a village to raise a child. That is correct. But let me add on. It takes a village to raise a child, run a home, cook a good cake, be a good wife. Be somebody outside of who you want to be when you want to elevate. You need to call on somebody. You need a mentor. You need a sister. You need a friend. Everybody, I don't care who you are, needs an accountability partner and needs a village, some kind of village to help us along this way. Women of Confluence, if you're juggling all and still have a peace of mind, baby, hats off to you. You're doing a damn thing, but never be afraid to call somebody when you are in need. You need that village to lean on. We all need somebody to lean on. Shout it out to the top of your roof. When you need help, never be afraid to say, I am drowning. That's the power of friendship. That's the power of sisterhood. But check this out. Real friendships, they just know Sometimes I don't have to call they call me and they'll say what's going on with you. And even when I try to play the games, they can say, Hey, we real friends. What's really cracker lacking? And shout out to my village for holding me down. Cause baby, again, I juggle a lot of balls. I have more balls than hands. So my village, thank you for holding me down. And women of confluence, that's what you need. You need a village. To take care of not just your children, but for you. Did you watch Black Girls Rock? I really needed TV on Sunday. I was downtrodden and heavy laden after seeing my grandmother and the nurse and all. Seeing that seeing her in that condition really broke me down. But anyway, that show gave me life. This show was the definition of confluence. Confident women doing influential things. I mentioned the honorees on episode two. And every tribute was phenomenal. The star-studded performances that brought the house down had me going to church right in my living room. Yolanda Adams took me there. Fantasia took me there. Cynthia Ervio, man, that girl is from London. (laughs) She stood there and sung effortlessly. Rhapsody reminded us that we had a juice, but we're often imitated, but we can never be duplicated. And First Lady Michelle Obama talks about the power of voting so our voice can be heard. But that Judith Jameson, she taught us to wear our crowns proudly. Even if it swagged out to the side, so what? We royalty. wear your crown. Watching the show reminded me of my passion and my purpose. Sometimes my fire that it ignites, it dies down from time to time. These last few months have been trying and challenging. My faith has been challenged. And I had to look adversity in the eye. And adversity is not always a situation, sometimes it's a person. I fought depression and sadness. I damn near fell apart. I ain't gonna lie. I damn near fell apart, y'all. But hey, I survived. And I had to be okay with being okay, I had to be okay with taking a step back in order to move forward. It's like painting a wall. A painter doesn't paint a wall all the way through without stepping back to admiring the work, to see the spots that he's missed, to go back and redo it again. But most importantly, I looked at every woman that they honored that night. Every woman on that stage had to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Every woman on that stage was told no, because I get a lot of no's. You're not what we're looking for. They knocked on many doors until the right one opened up. Women of confluence, don't stop because it feels good in your comfort zone. It's easy to get comfortable in a comfort zone. Good things. Good things never come from comfort zones. I say this all the time. I said it in the article that was published in Voyage magazine. Hope you read it. Shout out to Voyage. Thank you again. Good is the enemy of great. He said, I'm a good man. Well, baby, go on by. Because nobody wants a good man. We are all looking for greatness. No one was born for goodness. We were destined to be great. Because we were made in his own image. And I looked on it and I said, keep pushing, Charlie. Keep going, Charlie. You were born of the sky, not of the ground. Fly, eagle, fly. Fly on, sister. And that's my question I want to ask you women of confluence. All of those women, Mary, Lena, Judith. Legacy. Oh, she tore it up too. What is the legacy that you're leaving behind? How would the world know that you left an impression on them? What will your children see if you are a mother? What will your family know? Will the works that you've done speak for you? Or will they die along with you? Will they go into the casket? Into the ground? Let's talk about it because I'm realizing that a legacy is important because you want your family to be able to look back and say, this is what my offspring or my mother or the person I love done. So let's talk about it. Do tell, share, leave a voicemail, help each other out because It's some dreamers in this company of confluence, this community of confluence. And we all want to leave a lasting impression. So share with us. So my question again is, how are you leaving your legacy behind? Will your works speak for you or will they die with you when you leave this place? I want to know. Weigh in. I'm waiting on you. Last week, I mentioned this multidimensional woman full of confluence. that Serena Williams. Talk about the power of sisterhood. The matchup with Naomi Osaka. Woo! It was explosive. Sexism reared its ugly head at the U.S. Open. And at the end of the day, the match won't be remembered. As a well-deserved victory for Osaka as an athletic battle of two goats, greatest of all times, between two talented women of color. You know, they kept saying Osaka was from Japan, but Osaka is biracial because her father is Haitian. So give it up to another woman of color doing her thing. At first though, y'all, I really did feel bad for Serena. I mean, she's Spoke with so much conviction. Her words exactly were, I don't cheat to win. I'd rather lose. And I'm letting you know. Then, the the killer part is, her coach admitted that he was coaching her, but he didn't know if she could see him. I was like, oh, come on now. For real, Serena? Serena? Your coach just admitted to helping you. Women of Confluence, make sure you get somebody on your team that will ride until the wheels fall off and not throw you under the bus. And then if they do, we have to learn how to lose gracefully and with dignity. It is okay to share your stage with somebody else. Williams then went back, and I think maybe she must have thought about really what she's done to this girl's moment. And she addressed Osaka's bittersweet win in the post-match presser. And she said, I felt bad because I'm crying. She's crying. She just won. And I'm not sure if they were happy tears or sad tears because of the moment that she went on explaining. I was like, Wow. This is not how I felt when I won my first Grand Slam. And I definitely don't want her to feel that way. So guess what? Serena gained some respect back from me. Because that moment, slamming a racket, you know, calling him a thief. It took the light off of Naomi's shine just for a minute. And I felt bad for her. But then... You know what? Serena came back and she corrected it. And that's what still makes her a woman of confluence to me. Because when you are wrong, you got to put your big girl drawers on it. Admit I was wrong. And realize that you were still in the shine. I told you, your uh, gift will make room for you. But here's a new thing. Your mouth can get you a fine that you don't want to cash. Because Miss Serena and her antics on the court, she received a total of $17,000 in fines because of her actions. But then she goes on to say, I'm here to fight for women's rights and women's equality. And that's what made her go back to the top of the stock for me. Because it's all about women's empowerment. And how we can change the rules. Now, that's in, that's confluence. Wanting to see the change. Because you got to remember, change begins with me. You want a better life, change begins with me. You want a better husband, change begins with me. You want better children, change begins with me. And because she spoke so boldly about it, that is what confluence is all about. To do it boldly and go, regardless of what you feel in your heart. She apologized and she saw that she was overshadowing this woman's moment. So, shout out to my girl Serena. You're still my girl. You're still the greatest to me. But I appreciate you being able to fall back and share the limelight with Miss Naomi Osaka. It's Wow Me Wednesday, it's Wow Me Wednesday, where I focus on confident women doing influential things in our community. Today, my woman of confluence is an educator, motivator, speaker, and innovator. Dr. Stephanie R. Boyce is an edpreneur. That's an entrepreneur mixed with an educator driven by her passion to reshape the educational landscape. For the last decade, Boyce has focused her studies on matters of social justice for historically underserved people in America. Currently, she serves as the founder and CEO of the Fresh Classroom. By the time her journey is complete, she will be added to the list of phenomenal innovators who advocate tirelessly for students who may otherwise be left voiceless in this society. Check out the Fresh Classroom and their innovative learning tips. You will not be disappointed. Way to go, Stephanie. And way to be a woman of confluence. It's been one hell of a week. Sometimes it gets so heavy, you just got to sigh. Life is filled with uncertainty, but one thing is for sure. We all live and we almost die. We don't know the expiration date on our life. So that's why we have to live each day to the fullest. Now, I've lost some people. Some I knew personally and some I just followed and admired from afar. I lost my childhood pastor who meant the world to me, who helped lay the foundation of my Christian journey. Now, one thing I do know is that my walk is not perfect, but... I know him and I have a relationship with him. So rest in God's arms, Pastor George Wynn Pryor. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You meant a lot to me and my family, especially during my grandmother's illness. So shout out to the new birth family. And then I lost somebody that I kind of followed. Um, I'm into fashion. I'm into so many things. I know I, I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm into a lot, y'all. I'm into all things pretty. All things girly. Okay. Pretty hair. Cute clothes. Cute bags, Fabulous shoes. Nail polish. I mean, makeup. You name it. So, yeah. You're going to hear me say I'm into it. Okay. But, again. um, The world lost an icon. Fashion bogger. Her friends called her Kay Rodriguez. Um, She was 40 years old and maybe it touches me because I turned 40 in just a few months, but she dies a year after being diagnosed with stomach cancer. She was an icon. She was a daughter. She was a mother, but most of all, she was a friend and she walked in confluence. I mean, she walked that walk while rocking her pixie Shout out to short her girls and doing her. She was so influential that while going through chemotherapy, she didn't want to wear wigs. She chose to embrace her new look while still inspiring us through her Instagram post. See, it's easy to praise them. It's easy to be on the top when all things are going well. But how do you look emotionally when your world is falling down? She once said, we get so distracted by what we wear, we forget to love the skin that we're in. Spend a little more time each day loving every inch of you. And not only was she a beautiful person, she was beautiful inside and out, but she would definitely be missed. So rest in peace, Kay. And rest in peace to my uh, to my George w. Empire, my childhood pastor. Death has a funny way of bringing people together, and I loved how we all rallied around these unfortunate situations, the church, and you know social media. But that's the power of being a human being. But most importantly, that's the power of sisterhood. I wish we could do that more before someone dies. Reading the messages and the posts behind Kay. And my old pastor gave me hope. There are women who see the need. See people hurting. See, I see a lot of hurt when I read social media posts but I love to see other women who pour into others no matter the cost that's that spirit of discernment here's the thing everybody needs to be empowered and inspired in some way some days you just don't feel it some days knock us completely on our ass but that's what sisterhood and friendship is about See, people think sisterhood is about the same color or being in the same organization, being Greek. But no, I'm Greek, but please believe some of my sisters are not Greek at all. We don't even wear the same color and we are not even the same council. I told you last week, that's why you need to bury that no new friends. I told you I have day ones in your 2018s, and all of them are my sister. Everybody brings something to the table. It's about bringing someone along, picking them up when they're low, saying, I got you. Being their strength when they can't find the strength, being a pillar and a post when they can't stand strong. It's about saying, I need you, you need me, and we got each other. That's what a community of strong women do. Remember, it takes a village. And y'all, we can't do this alone, especially when we are wanting and trying to be women of confluence. So sisterhood is about bonding and coming together for one cause and that is to elevate. Okay, enough with the seriousness. I damn near broke down crying on this podcast. You know, like I said, I have to face some realness this week. So now you know I have to talk about my guilty pleasures. That damn insecure is my show. AT&T is getting too much money from me, alright? But baby. Nathan hemmed her skirt on that Ferris wheel, didn't it? Ooh, I told you I can relate. So this week we see Nathan again, and she gives it up. Ooh, Lord. But they were under the influence. Not the confluence, the influence. Which totally affects your right state of mind. You know, I told you. I don't speak on anything I don't know. So, prior to that, she played the he texts me, so I don't know if I'm going to text him back game. Why do we do that when we feeling somebody? Like, why do we play these games? I just, I don't get dating in 2018. Like, we play a lot of bullshit games and get mad when things don't go our way. Why? How old is too old to be playing these reindeer games? Okay. Reindeer games are red flags to me. But then again, somebody comes back into the picture. I told you the plot is always thickening and turning. Woo, 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 woo. And baby, if you resist the devil, he will flee. However, huh, this one is not fleeing. So he must not be the devil. It's the return of her one and true only love, Mr. Lawrence, child. Lawrence, we see Lawrence. But this is what I'm tripping about. How he's giving all those googly eyes like that, what's up? Like, what's up with you? Don't we hate that? That what's up with you? Ain't shit up with me. I've been living. I've been trying to do me. I've been trying to get over you. Why we don't just go on and say that? We all just, we, nothing much. No. Let's be truthful with it. You know, we, we broken up. So this is the thing that gets me, right? I tell you, I always find a thing in every week's show. So you got one that's pregnant. You got Molly who has this new job who, you know, pretty much brown nose. And then, you know, she's seeing a counselor. Shout out to the black women and every woman that goes and see a counselor. Like that is going to be a topic one week. I get so tired of black women believing that we don't need counseling. Yes, you do. You need somebody to help you sort that shit out going on in your head, y'all. So shout out to Molly for at least going to see a counselor, knowing that she has a problem. Then you have Molly, who's kind of like trying to find her way in life. And I, I told you, I get that. I relate to so many story elements in Insecure, right? Because she quit a job and, you know, she's kind of like milling around till she finds her way. And then you have Tiffany, who is, you know, feeling some kind of way because She's the first one to have a baby in our crew. And I get that too. I was the very first person in my crew to have a baby in my college crew. Let me say that. And that is hard because, you know, you want to be the best mom, but everybody around you is like kicking it. But you want to kick it too. And you got this big old belly. And I just remember, like, I just got this big belly. Like, what is people looking at me and saying? But again, I really didn't care. But they go to Coachella and things happen. They happen, they happen, they happen. And it just reminds me of what my personal trainer told me when I wanted to lose weight, right? This not just for insecure, but this is some real life advice. My personal trainer told me one time. Never to go shopping for food on an empty stomach. He said it wouldn't be beneficial to me because when you're hungry, when you're hungry, you put anything in your basket. Baby, I used to put Oreos, Ding Dongs, Hill uh, you know, uh, what's that honey buns? It didn't matter. Because when we're hungry, We make bad food choices. We put unnecessary items in the basket that offer nutritional value and prohibit the weight loss. I realized, though, that this was going to be more mind over matter. I didn't mind, but it should matter, right? But I want to lose weight. This had to be a lifestyle change if I want to see results. And y'all, I love appetite works the same way. So I was like, come on, East. Come on, East. God, why we can't keep him in a date zone so we can get to know ourselves, so we can heal, so we can go through that process of healing. It's okay to have a little friend, but you ain't got to give it up in the end. And when we are hungry, we are looking for companionship. We overlook those non-negotiables and we throw out what's healthy out the window because we are starving for love, commitment, and attention. Word to the wise, listen to me. Remember, I speak from experience. Never, ever go quote-unquote man shopping when your love tank is on empty. You will end up putting unnecessary foolishness in your basket. That boy might be not that smart, but he fine as hell. And so you look at like, girl, he's so fine. Look at him. Yeah, look at him, but he can't make a complete sentence. Okay. He might lack determination and drive, financial stability. The lack of leadership has some anger issues. When we are desperate for affection, we settle. For junk food. Instead of a meal that will fulfill our appetite. Y'all it's just a temporary fix. But you want to have a lasting effect. You want that steak and potatoes. Being extremely famished. Will put you in a mindset. That it's okay. To dine on junk food. Instead of partaking in a four course meal. Don't put that shit in your basket. Them ding-dongs. Ho-ho. Oreos. But maybe Oreos, because Oreos is vegan. Snack cakes, little Debbie's. You'll mess around and get fat instead of being full. None of those things offer you real substance when you are starving. It's just a bunch of fuller. Men with real substance behind them look for women with real substance behind them. Don't settle. For they will satisfy your craving only for a short time. But you are looking for that love that will give you energy to survive. That came straight up out of my book. Y'all, I'm telling you, From the floors to the Forest is really, really good. You should get it if you haven't copped it by now. So, what am I saying? Yeah, if you watch Insecure, he was cute. But sometimes when we're so hungry, we forget our self love and our self worth. Don't discount yourself for some quick. <laughs> I almost said weenie. Don't discount yourself for a quick lay in hay. Remember your self worth. Because in the end, you want to win. Here's my final thought. You know. It's easy to love yourself, praise the Lord, find yourself worth when things are going 100%. When you are at the top and at the top of your game, it's easy to find the strength. It's easy to find positivity. It's easy to find what you need. But when you are in the valley low, and you don't know where your strength is coming from. You don't want to know where the money is coming from. You don't even know where the, uh, the support is coming from. It is hard. It is hard when you're faced with illness. It's hard when you get a diagnosis that you did not foresee coming. it's hard when your loved ones is laying in a bed sick. But it's this time. It's this moment. It is this moment. Right here that you have to face and say, Hey, if not now, this is when. This is when I have to praise the Lord. Ladies of confluence, don't think that life is great when you're on top. Cause it's only for a little while. Life is only but a moment. In the blink of an eye, things can change. So when you're at the top, yeah. Enjoy the view. Take time and enjoy the view, but it is in the valley where you learn to enjoy you. It's where the valley, it's the valley low where you learn where your strength comes from. You know, you don't know your own strength when you're at the top because you're soaring. But it's when you got to start from the bottom and get to the top. where things looks different and you learn to appreciate your value. Because it was in that valley low. Where you grew your wings. It was in the valley low. Where you learned to love God. Because he loved you when you didn't love yourself enough. It was in the valley. Where you found your real friends. It's in the valley. See there is peace in the valley. But there's hope in the valley. There's love in the valley. Because there's other people in the valley like you. To push you on your way. So. Ladies of confluence it is in a valley that we learn to grow and that we love ourselves well that's it my friends thank you for tuning in to confluence the lifestyle where confidence meets influence i am your host charlie marcole and i've enjoyed having you here with me Until we meet again, remember, when you are strong enough and confident enough to speak the truth, you gain respect and influence. Smooches!